Welcome to the Jesus McDonald Experience. Get ready to enjoy the show. Hey guys, it's Jesus. I'm in my car right now. And I'm going to go pick up my two-year-old son, Dustin, from daycare. And I had a thought, of course, that came to my mind. I had a thought that came to my mind about 2021 planning for marketing. And I want to simplify it for a lot of you guys because I see a lot of people asking questions about it on LinkedIn, which I think is awesome. And I just want to share my advice using my digital marketing experience in the industry, especially in the B2B space, is a few things. Figure out what the sales goals are before planning. Figure out what the marketing goals are before planning. What's the company goals, right? One thing I did was I was... I. I used to initiate with the CEO and I reported directly to the CEOs and and I would ask them what they're what they're thinking about in regards to the sales team. What do they like? What do they don't like? What do they want? What's the vision for the company? It's almost like an interview. It's weird. But it's true. I did ask those. Where do they want to see the marketing department be? Some are like, I want an in-house team. I want this. I want that. I want to, you know, grow it out to be this and that. I want content inside the whole time. So a lot of CEOs have their own, you know, desires and goals that they want to hit, right? And the fall is usually the best time to start planning for marketing. It's also a great time to get lunch with your CEO. If you haven't yet, I used to do that. I would initiate via email, set lunch question mark. <laughs> and, you know, I had a good relationship with the CEO of this one particular company. And we would, he'd be like, sure, you're buying, right? <laughs> and he had jokes and he was a funny guy. I love that guy. And, I said, absolutely. I mean, I'm pretty much going to expense it out. You're going to reimburse me for it either way. So <laughs> why not? Well, but all jokes aside, had a lot of fun um, working for him. We would go out, you know, he would take the offer. We would go out and it was a good break for him to step away from the computer since he's wearing multiple hats. And that's one thing you got to remember with CEOs, they're wearing multiple hats. So a lot of them are putting out fires at the same time. So you got to not be intimidated by that. Understand where they're at, but understand they also value that you want to, you know, take a walk with them or, or give them a little break from the computer. Um, sometimes we would just go outside the office and just there was a basketball hoop there and we would just, you know, shoot some hoop at the free throw line, play horse, you name it. We just needed breaks. Uh, everyone's really working hard and, you know, really trying to grind in the workplace, especially here in Silicon Valley, which is the culture. So took him out to lunch. We started talking about, you know, the vision of the company goals, what we're trying to do. I, I throw out some ideas of what I'm thinking about, you know, for the marketing uh, plan for, for the following year. 
And those are great things to do. One, it's another opportunity to just keep in touch with the relationship with your CEO. Two, um, you understand, you're seeking to understand his thoughts, um, his desires. Heck, you can even get advice from him. You'd be surprised how many people respect that when you ask for advice. And then two, or maybe not two, three, four, or five, whatever number it's at, um, it gives you ideas and things that insights that you can actually take to planning your marketing strategy for the following year. So I highly recommend that if you're planning for 2021. And once you have that all down, the company goals, the sales goals, the marketing goals, and if it's already November, December, what was the sales goals for that quarter? Were they met, right? Thinking about that, talking to like the top two salespeople in the company as well too, getting their insights. What do they want? What do they need? What's worked for them, right? What do they like about the, their pipeline? Where they're getting their leads from, right? So things like that. And then when you, when you start planning, think about, okay, what is realistic on what we can do? And just FYI, the CEO, most CEOs just want to know the ROI. I know, I know, you're probably laughing or you're probably shaking your head. <laughs> but here's the thing, you can forecast your ROI. I know it's a little difficult, but you can, I'm pretty sure you can guess depending on what your numbers are for organic and you know paid advertisement. You can forecast those numbers for the following year. And I, I'll tell you what, that really encouraged the heck out of our CEO when we were able to show them forecasted ROI. It's a little difficult, but again, they're projections, right? They're strong assumptions, but good assumptions at the same time. They just need something to work with. Trust me, as a marketing professional myself, digital marketing professional, but also now as an entrepreneur, I get both sides and I would feel highly encouraged if I can see a plan that has forecasted ROI on there. Another thing is figure out what's realistic going back to that. How many employees do you have in the marketing department? Who do you have? Do you have a videographer? Do you have a copywriter? Do you have a social media marketer? Do you have a, like, who do you have on the team? Figure out what you can do. Can you start podcasting? Should you create a podcasting? Maybe you already have a podcasting. Maybe you should pivot the podcast show to something else. I just talked to one of my industry partners. They did small businesses. And the whole focus was on small businesses. We talked a little bit. He told me what he wanted to do and where he wanted to take the business to the next level. And he pivoted. Now he's doing his podcast show specifically to his ideal client, which is B2B marketers and companies. So think about if you can pivot with, with your, within your podcast show, if you have a podcast show, if you haven't started a podcast show, maybe this is a good opportunity for you to start it. I mean, it's been trending for quite a while, but how can you get content out? And it's not just, hey, I'm going to blog for every day 
seven days out of the week or five days out of the week on weekdays. It's not really about that. Honestly, it used to be like that and Google appreciated it and would rank your site. It's harder to rank now. Seriously, you can push out content every day, but if you don't have a legit strategy or workflow and you're not using different platforms, you're not going to succeed. It's just, it's like if I post it on LinkedIn every day, but nobody likes it, comments or shares it, what's the point of me posting? Think about that for a minute. Think about website traffic. Think about sales. How can you increase your website traffic? Blogging two to three times a week is good. What's more important is do you know how to promote that content? Are you using forums, Reddit, Quora, LinkedIn, Twitter? Definitely LinkedIn, Twitter if you're in a B2B space. But now these platforms are all about engagement, right? So are you engaging? Are you not just promoting content, but are you also engaging on other people's content? Is it authentic? When you write, make sure it's authentic. I see a lot of people that just promote, promote, promote from a very professional, like handwritten style. And people just want to talk to a human, honestly. And think, I really want you to think about that. How can we be as human as possible as a company, especially if you're in a B2B space? Because there's, there's only a few that are, when you read their copy on their website, it feels authentic and it feels like a human is talking to you. Speaking of website, is your website up to date and running properly on the back end and on the front end? Do you need support for website development for ongoing projects? Because 2021 is no joke. It's going to be digital projects, website projects, marketing projects. Like you need website developers on your team. So if you have one or two and they're overwhelmed, you should consider a website developer or agency to help you with the overflow. And honestly, by outsourcing, there's a lot of benefits because there's better. I would even argue there's better talent in outsourcing. You don't have to pay for benefits. You don't have to do with all that other stuff too. Then hiring someone that might end up being a bad talent and it's hard to get rid of. So that's another thing to consider. But I hope this helps. There's a lot of different ways that you can go about it when you're planning for marketing. Okay. I would say the key thing is making sure that you understand what the company sales and marketing goals are and that you do talk to your CEO. And once you have all the information in front of you, then think about who's on your team. And if it's just you running the marketing department, what can you do? What are your strengths? Can you play to your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Do you need to grow in something, right? I hate copywriting. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, I'm copywriting every day. Well, at least weekdays. And I've learned to love the process. I learned to love it. So what are maybe weaknesses that you can grow into, right? Who can you hire? Who's that next person you're going to hire? Start with the contractor. You can get a lot of great talent on Upwork as well. 
if you need a, a freelancer, a copywriter. A lot of things to consider. Anyways, let me know what you think. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. Thank you for watching. Thanks for being a loyal listener. Um, leave us a comment in the video below. And then I'm probably going to put this on LinkedIn too. So if you're on LinkedIn, leave me a comment there. If you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to help in any way possible when it comes to 2021 planning for marketing. Again, the whole goal is to simplify it. But in order to simplify it all, you have to know what you're working with. Hope that helps. Make it a great day. Bye-bye. All right, that's the end of our episode. Please, please, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the whole world to me. And lastly, make it a great day.